Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning. This podcast will teach you how to get healthy and remain that way naturally. Hey there, welcome back to the first episode of Your Best Health with Dr. Chris Banning for the year 2019. Uh, We've been off for the holidays, happy to be back in studio, excited to be sharing some information with you guys. My name is Aaron, I'm a co-host here with Dr. Banning, and Dr. Banning is sitting directly across from me, uh, ready to record. How are you, Dr. Banning? Happy New Year, I'm doing great. Thank you very much, Happy New Year to you too. Yes. I'm super excited to be here. What is uh, our topic du jour? What are we going to be discussing today? Well, you had mentioned to me... um food additives artificial flavors uh just ingredients in our food that uh we don't know about that really creates a lot of our health issues see the reason i mentioned that too is it it interests me it's it's amazing and you and i have discussed this privately but it's amazing the things that are in our food and the law that goes around labeling yeah um well again you know, there are certain people that, uh, certain organizations that are um, given privilege or assigned to watching over the flock. Yeah. And uh, there's special interests and lobbyists. So really it's, we've got several uh, large organizations that, uh, that, that watch over the masses and uh, the FDA is one, the CDC is another, and then um, you know, you've got the lobbyists and the food companies, and it's it's kind of like politics. It's very political. It is very, it's very political. political. And the other thing is, is what you eat, what you feed your baby and your children, can totally alter your your health and your future. And so the sad part is, is people are going to the hospital, emergency rooms, getting diabetes and uh, dying because of what they put in their mouth. And they think food is, you know, like crackers or cereal or, you know, milk, things like that. And they don't realize that uh, a lot of that stuff is highly processed and refined and has got a lot of unnatural artificial ingredients in it that our body was never designed to ingest. Well, let's get started. Let's start with um, sugar. What's wrong with sugar, Dr. Banning? It grows. It's natural. Uh, sugar cane grows in the fields. Seems like if it grows, it you know should be okay. Yeah, I agree with you. So a processed food, what they'll do is they'll take a chemical. They just take vitamin C, ascorbic acid. Um, we know fruits um, and vegetables are loaded with vitamin C, right? Yeah. But what they'll do is they'll just take vitamin C from anything. Uh, coal. Coal. Uh, coal. Yeah, they'll. <laughs> Um, you've heard of nicotinic acid, that kind of stuff. Uh, it'll, it'll take different uh, things from raw materials that are very cheap. Corn. Corn is field corn. Um, they'll, they'll take high fructose corn syrup out of the corn. They'll process that, and it's extremely cheap. An example is, you know, I used to work at uh, Kmart when I was a young, young person, uh, just, just before going to college. Gosh, that was back in 19... 19- 80 <laughs> i was still in high school yeah and so um you know I, one of the things i did was i did end caps and the end caps were made of uh the two liters and the two liters every single one of them were 99 cents 
Now, what is that? 1980? That, how long ago was that? 80? That's 40 years ago. Oh, don't remind me. 40 years ago, roughly. What's the price of a two liter now? 99 cents. And why is that? I don't know, because it's cheap to make. <laughs> because we're getting better at making things cheaper, and it costs nothing to make those drinks. And those drinks are full of high fructose corn syrup, which is a a, uh, a souped-up form of sugar. So a 20-ounce drink will have 15 teaspoons of sugar in it. Would you put that much sugar in your coffee or your no, tea? You no. would. But they do it for us, Okay. And so there are a lot of other things that are in there, too, but that's an example. That's why it's so attractive to have processed foods. Number one, because they're cheap, cheap, cheap to make. Uh, number and, and you can use automation to make all of them. You don't need a lot of people to make. You know, you make it into a pudding, and then you bake it, and you cut it off. You put it in a bag in a box, and you got something that will last for 20 years. Yeah. You know, and um, so... You know, you've got the the, the, the sugar is what everybody craves. You yeah, know? yeah. And so there's lots of different forms of sugar. They try to hide it in the labels. So you'll think, well, no, there's no high fructose corn syrup in here. Well, gee. Well, have you ever seen dextrose? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I a toxic it. sugar. That's a processed uh, manufactured sugar. Dextrin. Yes, I've heard of that. Disaccharides. You know, I've probably seen that, just didn't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. Um. Now, fructose. Yes. Isn't that from, like, fruits? Well, all right. So let's say, name a fruit, an orange. Yeah, an orange. Is an orange fructose or is it an orange? It's an orange. Okay, remember we talked about how you extract fructose and you have nothing else. You have no fiber. It's just a chemical. You're pouring a chemical of a fruit into a drink. Now, I doubt they're even using fruits because that would be too expensive. Yeah. But with the chemistry that we have now, I mean, this chemistry that we have now in, in the manufacturing pro- processes, uh, you don't need, there's a lot of, there was a saying uh, in chemistry, I can't remember specifically what the saying was, but I remember my first organic chemistry class back in 1982, the guy said, Ascorbic acid, we can manufacture vitamin C in the lab. And he wasn't right. He didn't know much about nutrition, but he knew a lot about chemistry. But now, ascorbic acid is not vitamin C. It's a small component of vitamin C, which is just like a clock. It has all these different moving parts. So you take fructose out of a fruit or wherever you get it, and you dump it in your drink or you dump it into processed food. Hmm. It's just chemistry is what it is. It's chemistry. Now, if we go a little further, though... The fructose in a sugar has fiber. No, the fructose in a fruit, excuse me, has fiber. Fiber takes a while to digest. Fiber feeds the healthy bacteria in your gut. When it takes a while to digest the fruit, your blood sugar doesn't shoot up. That's a big deal. Fruit is very nourishing. Fructose in and of itself will just blow up your blood sugar and... Your body will have to increase insulin. When you increase insulin, you store fat. And after a while, that increases your triglycerides and you start getting inflammation. So, yeah, yeah, fructose. High fructose corn syrup is is horrible. It's destroying the health of our children and a lot of our adults that eat 
processed yeah. foods. And everybody knows it's bad for you. So what do they do? They, we had a, a detox class this this past week here at your office, and it just blew me away when you said once they find out that everybody knows it's a bad thing. They change the name. They start. They automatically start calling it something else. What is that? We'd watch the. Uh, you ever watch Dragnet? Oh, sure. Change. We've. I, I can't remember what they say, but they've changed the names to protect the yeah. innocent yeah. or whatever. In this case, changed the name to keep selling the guilty. <laughs> right. So you know the artificial sweeteners. You know what's happened is we've been duped. Um. You know, when they fat was vilified, so when they went with right. fat, they knew with it. When they went with fat, hey, listen, we have got this sugar that we can just load up. It's cheap. We can get it to the point where people crave this and want more and more and more. We've got a whole industry we can start here. This is after World War II. There were some fats that were really good for you, but they just said, hey, fats are bad. Yeah. So they started making processed foods that are low in fat. Well, that's what they did: high in sugar, low in fat. And so that is where we're at today. And, you know, right now we're looking at, uh, gosh, um, kids are getting diabetes. Uh, That's so sad. Yeah. Um, I mean, you just look at a lot of the kids nowadays. um, They're overweight. um, They're not healthy. Yeah. you know, obesity in adults has doubled and obesity in kids has tripled. This is, uh, I'm just getting this. I, I should have the source for this, but this is in Dr. Amen's book. It's footnoted in the back. Um, diabetes, too, has increased sevenfold. Are you serious? Yeah. Seven? Um, since, since? Since 1980. Good. That's you when know, the low-fat dietary recommendations came out in the early 80s. I remember. It's funny you mentioned that because I remember all the rage in the early 80s was this book called Stop the Insanity. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that? There was this lady that yeah. promoted that. She, she promoted it. They did a good over. job of marketing they that. They did because every time you turned the television on during the early 80s, there was an infomercial on about it talking about how fat was so destructive. This book took off. And our health as a nation plummeted. Mm-hmm. Now, people were losing weight, supposedly. Um, but I've, I've actually heard doctors speak on the fact that, that that book or that time when the when the fat-free trend started in the 80s was when the health industry skyrocketed because people were getting sick. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that was a pretty effective campaign because I – I just enjoyed watching that lady. She had a little bit of charisma. She's yes, a little she bit did. crazy. I can't yeah. remember her name. I don't remember her name. Um, she reminds me of Sinead O'Connor. Yeah. <laughs> On steroids. Yeah. <laughs> really, really hyper. She was very hyperactive. I might find out who that was. Um, so, so the basic mechanism of how this, uh, the high fructose corn syrup is like rocket fuel to your brain um, it's it's like rocket fuel to your metabolism. When I say rocket fuel, your body can't contain it. It's just, it's poison. And so what will happen is you'll get this high fructose corn syrup and uh, it turns into uric acid. Um, when it turns into uric acid, that's toxic to a little thing called the mitochondria inside your cells. And the mitochondria is responsible for producing ATP and giving you energy and just overall being able to handle things in life. Well, 
Not only that, but what happens is it creates a foraging response and you continuously crave it. Um, your brain secretes dopamine. You know, it's, it's a little bit of a high that you get. But have you ever had something that had high fructose corn syrup and you turn around and you're like, okay, what's next? Oh, yeah. And then you kind of get frustrated. You get depressed. You just kind of get sluggish. Well, that's what it does. And so it creates a lot of inflammation in the body and your body stores fat. It does not burn fat. It rules the roost as far as all your hormones go. And so insulin, like we talked about earlier, insulin has to come out and it's a bully on the playground. Everything's going to be storing fat. Uh, Your triglycerides are going to go up, your cholesterol, LDL, HDL, all that stuff. And guess what? You have placking in your arteries, high blood pressure, obesity, Alzheimer's, um, arthritis, autoimmune disease, horrible stomach problems. Um, you just have a million things that happen. And it's because of the high fructose corn syrup and eating processed foods for, as a lifestyle. Wow. The other thing that went with that uh, low fat was high fiber. Yes. And that was a perfect storm. And the, the manufacturers knew that because they had loads of fiber to put in their cereals and their foods and their pa- packages. So, so there's a difference in the fiber I would get from an orange and the, the, uh, the fiber I'd get from a bag of chips. Well, I don't know if a bag of chips would have fiber. They got fiber, yeah. Not a bag of chips or crackers, even. Yeah, crackers. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen packaging that says high fiber or or a good source of fiber on cereals. Yeah, and that came from you know anytime you mention fiber, you know fiber is good for you. I mean, don't get me wrong, fiber is critical, especially when you eat vegetables and stuff. You can get great yeah. fiber, but the way they campaigned it was, you know. Um, fat kills, so we need low-fat foods. We need lots of fiber. They didn't say a thing about sugar. Oh, that's true. Yeah, they didn't yeah. say much about Left sugar. Left it out of the conversation. Yeah, they did, because <laughs> that's where they're going to make their money, you know, and all that subsidized, uh, the government subsidizes a lot of these chemicals by the farmers, you know, with the corn and stuff. They put it in our fuel, they put it in our food, and it's created a lot of problems. Yeah. Yeah, they get our fuel and our sweetener from the same source. That scares me yeah, a little well, bit. Just kind of like rocket fuel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a little frightening. Yes, it is. Now, you had mentioned um, that sugar triggers like a cascade of changes in our bodies. Um, and this, and this, of course, is not healthy. It makes us sick, and it actually makes us fat. But but what happens? What happens when, when that sugar hits your system? Well, like we were just talking about earlier... Um, it turns your liver into a fat-making factory, okay? And your, your pancreas, uh, it, it's just secreting insulin like crazy and because it has to get the blood sugar down. Yeah. Or your brain will die. You will die. So once the stored sugar, it's called glycogen, is in the muscles and it's in your liver, you have nowhere to put it, so your body's just manufacturing fat. It's storing it in your body. And one of the worst thing where we hit the point of no return when you get a fatty liver and a fatty liver the liver just starts to shut down the liver is the center of the universe for all your hormones for all your neurotransmitters for your immunity because everything goes through your liver and your liver makes sure everything is okay mm-hmm. okay uh safe for your body and then it uh it'll put put a toxin in a more 
bio-friendly, if you will, uh, form, and then it puts it into your, your, your GI tract and you, you secrete it okay. through the stool or your urine. But, um, you know, the thing is, is that fatty liver is why people just have horrible health, horrible. And, um, you know, visceral fat is just, it's a bad deal. If you have visceral fat, show me somebody has visceral fat. I'll show you somebody that's just horrible lifestyle. They don't sleep. They're fatigued. They're malaise. They have no libido. I mean, they're just horrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, that's that's where the slippery slope comes in somebody's health. That's where they slip really quick when they start getting a fatty liver. And there's a lot of people with fatty liver. And we also talk about insulin resistance, too, but your body no longer responds to insulin. And so when your body doesn't respond to insulin, um, blood sugar goes up. Blood sugar is kind of like an internal rust in your body. So it leads to all kinds of health problems. So, you know, there's such a broad way that you can help your health by eating vegetables and fruits and uh, good, healthy meats. Um, I love vegetables and I love fruit. I don't, I don't know how I got so sidetracked into the, the trap of convenience um, it's just our society, the microwaves. Yeah. You know, I haven't used a microwave in years. My wife just got rid of our microwave. That's good. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, you know, microwaving your food, it just destroys all the food. It denatures your, uh, your vitamins. Yeah, I heard it actually changes the, the, the foundation of the food. The microwaves yeah. change the chemical of the food. Yeah, it alters it. Yeah. Um, and so it's not near as nutritional for your body. So, anyhow, so if we were going to talk about, you know, sugars that you could occasionally have uh, to eat, um, the traditional forms would be like raw sugar. Raw would be unprocessed sugar. Where do you um, get that? Oh, you can get it at your store. It's usually in a brown color. They call it raw sugar. They don't heat it up. They don't process it, that type of thing. Um, raw honey that's not processed. Um pure maple syrup, uh, things like that. Um, you know, but, uh, one area that, that, uh, that people have a lot of issues with and they may not realize it is they drink a lot of their calories. That's, that's, uh, a big issue. Yeah. I got rid of liquid like drinks that had sugar in them mm-hmm. probably at least 10 years ago. Made a big, big change for me. Yeah. It was a big change. As you get older, you have to do more. Um, and I'm getting to the point now where I'm just like, hey, it's not because I'm getting older. It's just because I need, I need to stay on top of my game as much as I can. Yeah. And, you know, so you can just feel stuff slipping away. And sometimes you just got to, you know, get rid of some of the stuff you've been been eating for quite a while. We talk about liquid calories. Um, you know, I, I don't drink I don't drink a lot of soda. Maybe... I don't know, maybe once every six months or so I'll be at the movies and I think I'll get a soda. I definitely don't drink. You and I, or you especially, have talked a lot about energy drinks, and I never touch oh, those things. Those things are horrible. I, it just irks me to see all, you know, you go to these soccer parks and stuff, and every kid's drinking Gatorade. Right. Um, it's just horrible. It's just screwing everything up. Yeah. It's horrible. Um, Gatorade is not a nutritional sports drink. 
Is it not? No. They sure market it as oh, it, they do. It yeah, and they got you know these great athletes drinking it. You know, yeah. when you're an athlete, shoot, <laughs> those guys are young. Oh yeah, you know they don't talk about all the training and effort they put in right. and the hard work that they've put in and all the injuries that they've had, and then they're just sitting there with a Gatorade. Sure enough, no way. You know the, the food coloring in Gatorade is horrible. Yeah, that's yeah. red red number three or something well, like that. Well, there's one that uh, Europe got rid of a long time ago, but our FDA allowed us to have it. It's sure called brominated. Uh, oh, what's it called? Brominated? <laughs> that just sounds bad. Uh, ethyl brominated. Uh, I, I can't remember what it, what it was. I, it's so hard for me to keep track of this stuff. Sure. But it changes so much. Brominated vegetable oil. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That sounds so, terrible. So the so the bromine would allow them to keep things from clumping up, and it could put various chemicals in it. In it. But um, it's horrible. Brominated vegetable. Oil. I mean, it's just horrible. Yeah. You know, or so you know to see our kids drinking that stuff around the country. Mm-hmm. Because they see Michael Jordan, because they see whoever these popular sports figures are drinking this stuff, it's horrible. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. It really frustrates me because that's our future. And you're messing with the brain when you when you drink that type of stuff. So, Well, when we talk about liquid calories, what's wrong with that? We need calories, right? So what exactly, what do liquid calories do? What, what do they do different than, than like, a calorie I, I would get from a, a potato? Well. <laughs> just off the top of my head. We we just talked about what high fructose corn syrup does. Yeah. And, you know, sugars that are hidden in disguise that have different names to them. Um, you know, these drinks are loaded with that. They're loaded with ephedra, nervous system stimulants. I mean, just all kinds of crazy things. MSG, oh, Rockstar boy. drinks. Oh, yeah. Um, monster drink. I mean. Red Bull. Those are horrible. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if I was a teenager growing up drinking those things, I wouldn't be here right now. Because I, I would respond to those quite. I, I mean, I was somebody that I could get addicted to stuff like that pretty easily. Yeah. Um, my thing was I drink a lot of Mountain Dews. And our family would do it. We'd go to Grandpa and Grandma's. They have a big old stack of these uh, Mountain Dews in their wash house. Yeah. Oh, and they had Fresca, too. Now, Fresca has hardly any calories in it. I love Fresca. Yeah, it's okay. It's got a little aftertaste to it, but I would drink those Mountain Dews, and then we'd go in and we'd have Heath bars, you know. and <laughs> That's the breakfast of champions. As a grandkid, you're sitting at Grandpa and Grandma's like, wow, this is an awesome place. I love it here. Can I move here? Yeah. And then, say, an hour or two later, you're just like, oh, you just fall on the couch, and you fall asleep, and you feel like a slug. Yeah. But, uh so I'm with you on the drinks. It's just I just don't like to see kids get on them like like I did. And, and, and the other thing is, is you know, it can affect their future. Um, so, but the liquid drinks, you know, even the cokes, even the uh, the diet drinks, the diet drinks are pretty bad for you. Oh, I've heard theories that they're worse for you than than um, regular drinks, even for dieting. That that, that they yeah. don't stop weight loss they actually add to it in a lot of cases i've heard a lot of nightmares about aspartame and and the diet beverage and maybe we'll do a whole episode on that one day um well you know it's crazy uh you know there's hidden names for these diet drinks and you know empty calories with 
chemicals and artificial ingredients is not what you really want to drink. But, you know, people get addicted to those things. And we talked about this earlier, but you can get a, uh, these these uh, artificial sweeteners are toxic to your nerves. Yeah. It's toxic to your nerves. It's toxic to everything in your body, including your brain. And so, you know, things like aspartame, um, sucralose, sugar alcohols, uh, anything that has an OL as a sugar alcohol, malitol, xylitol. Um, what else? Xylitol I've used. Um, actually, we, we make a lot of our products at our house. We make our deodorants. We make our toothpaste and things like that. And xylitol we have actually used in our toothpaste. Yeah, it probably gives it a nice little sweet taste. It or helps, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, toothpaste even got it. So what about um, what about stevia? We've talked a lot. Of, well, I've heard a lot about stevia, and I know we've discussed it before. It's not artificial though. It's a it's a sweetener. Yeah, um, I've I've tried stevia. It's never done much for me. But it from what I've a, read and stuff, uh, it's way better for you than the artificial sweeteners. It's supposed to come from a plant. Yeah, it's all natural. Plant. It has no calories. There's some uh, Indian tribe that uses it and has used it uh, since the 16th century. Um. You know, and so that would have been a really good thing for us to get. But, uh, you know, there's some lobbying efforts and stuff like that that took place. Yeah, it was um, actually illegal to have for a while. Yeah. Because of the uh, artificial sweetener industry and their lobbyists. Exactly. Now, um, yeah. So, anyhow, it's it's finally legal. I think they they legalized it in 1995. The uh, the Food and Drug Administration was nice enough to, to, to let us have it after they'd made billions and billions on the artificial sweetener. <laughs> or whoever it was, I'm sure somebody made money. How kind. And the public suffered nutritionally yep. and, and health-wise. So, anyhow. But, yeah, anything else about liquid drinks? I mean. No, I've, I've, I'm convinced um, liquid calories are bad news. I'm going to try my best to to. Stay away from it. And I actually do a pretty good job in that area. I drink a lot of water. I drink a lot of uh, what I call fizzy water, but it's, you know, it's just, uh, it's just seltzer more or less, but it has no sweeteners in it. And I, I like, I enjoy that sensation of the, of the, of the fizz <laughs> mm. without the sugar. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's talk about bad fats then, because we talked about, uh, we need fats and we talked about the stop the insanity movement, which stripped fats from the diet, bad and good. Um, what's the difference? What's the difference between good fat and bad fat? Well, there's a certain type of fat. There's omega three fats that are called essential fatty acids. Um, they're they're omega three fats. You get them in fish oil. Basically, what it is, it's a fat um, that has a fatty acid at the number three carbon okay okay that's why they call them omega-3 fats all right um and you only find those in like uh you know plankton you know certain types of uh grass any anything that's green you're going to have omega-3 fats okay so it starts from the bottom and works its way up into the food chain so if you're eating animals that eat artificial things like field corn 
soy, wheat, you're not going to have a lot of omega-3 fats because they're not eating grass. Um, just like fish, they feed off of the plankton. You, right. know, you, you got that circle of life, the, the chain where it go, keeps going up and up and up. And so omega-3 fats are essential. They're essential. What, what, when something's essential, it means your body does not produce it, so you have to have it. And the, the SAD, the, the standard American diet, <laughs> I has love that. very little omega-3 fat. It's all omega-6, and omega-6 comes from the farm the big farms, industrialized farms that are subsidized by the government with the field corn, you know, all these companies, GMO stuff uh, that can, you know, handle pesticides and, uh, you know, no buggle eat it, that kind of thing, and last for 20 years. That's what's going into our processed food. That's omega-6. Omega-6 isn't bad. Um, the, an omega-6 fat is not bad. I'm just saying the, the balance of three to six needs to be about one-to-one in a healthy brain, and there's not many people that have that. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you're short on omega-3 fats, you're going to be, that's going to produce inflammation in your body. You throw that in with, you know, an omega-6 heavy diet like we have with the American diet with high fructose corn syrup, all these these processed sugars that we're getting in our body, and you're talking about a, again a perfect storm i mean you show me somebody that has uh high omega-6 fats low omega-3 fats and does has a lot of processed foods i'll show you somebody who's pretty close to a mental illness or somebody's in jail from a violent crime hmm. yeah it it's really bad interesting yeah okay well that's that's good stuff good to know um it's kind of scary it is that is very scary uh, that's kind of eye-opening to somebody that has children. Um, you know, that the, the uh, antidepressant business is at a peak. It's the highest it's ever been. Ah, oh, man, we're just going to... Well, yeah, so this feeds into drugs. You know, like yeah. the antidepressants and stuff. You know, and the sad part is, is when you hit that slippery slope, you know, where it's the point of no return... You can't, I mean, you can start eating healthier, but then you start getting on drugs. And some of the drugs can be addictive and yeah. create a lot of other issues and side effects that are very undesirable and can be permanently damaging to the body. And so, you know, what you eat is just so critical. Mm-hmm. I can't, I can't overemphasize it. Okay. Our conversation about nutrition additives and nutrition labels carried on much longer than we expected. So we're cutting this episode into two parts. You've just heard part one. Come back next week for part two. Thanks for listening.